full of cinematic garbage. One man will be your filter. Welcome to Movies Worth Seeing. With your host, Michael Pishinary. Hey everyone, so I am Michael Pishinary. I am joining you today with a special solo episode. Yes, for once, I finally grew up here and decided I'm going to do a solo podcast and I'm going to talk to everyone about... Um, well, a lot of people have asked me, you know, about podcasting and it seems like now is a really good time to try and get into that because, let's face it, a lot of us have a lot more spare time on our hands than ever before, thanks to Corona. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Having said that, I have been very productive, and I think a lot of other people are just trying to find creative ways to be productive, and podcasting is, on the surface, looks very easy to get into. I I thought so when I first got into it. So what I'm going to be doing is pretty much telling you guys like what I learned from podcasting because I've been doing it for now, well, almost like pretty much over two years I've been doing this between this podcast and my other podcast that I unfortunately have kind of dropped the ball with a bit. Um, But anyway, let's get into it. So, um... You know, one of the things I learned from doing a podcast is, number one, um, my my top tip, I think, that I would like to tell people is when you come up with a concept, it should be as niche as possible because uh, podcasts are so easy to, like, create and set up. Like, there's no real content control with Apple Podcasts and podcast directories. So that means that, you know, anyone can do it. But it also means that there is an oversaturation of content. And a lot of the same ideas are done over and over again with no real, like, unique sort of twist on them. So I would say to people, you know, that, for example, that love movies, do not do what I'm doing. Don't make your podcast just about movies because it'll fail. The, you know, there's too much competition for all those simple sort of things like broad stuff. Like, oh, we'll just do a movie podcast and talk about how awesome movies are. Or we'll just talk about how awesome the show is. It's like, no. Um, like, for example, um, I'm pretty sure there's a podcast about Married at First Sight. There's a good idea. It's specifically focused on that show. Obviously, I, f- I fucking hate that show. But, you know, the concept and everything, that's a great idea because, you know, all the fans are going to want to listen to that. And you know your audience pretty well. They like Married at First Sight. (laughs) As long as you stick with it, like following the show, you always have something to talk about. And your audience knows exactly what to expect. So, that's a great example uh, but yeah, when I, when you come up with a concept for your podcast, I think it should be more specific. Just, you know, look at the directory, see if there's any ideas that hasn't been done or one that could be done a lot better. Something we'll get into a little bit later is that there are so many great ideas out there, but people just give up. They give up straight away. Um, 
or they just put no effort in and like the concept is there everything is there but there's no effort put into editing there's no effort put into you know adding an intro or making it sound professional um so yeah i think that's something people should definitely look into uh tip number two you need to provide value overall i mean like you just you got to think about the listener what what are they getting out of listening to this podcast um that's something that some people struggle with in that they think, oh, I just want to do it to have fun with my mates and this and that. But then they complain after when they're like, oh, no one's listening to it. It's like, of course no one's fucking listening to it. No one wants to hear. Like, there's some people I know that like their early days of podcasting, they learned from it, obviously, but they, they started out podcasting while being drunk because they were like, oh, we're all really uptight and nervous. It's like, no one wants to listen to a bunch of people speaking on a podcast while they're drunk. Like, if they wanted to do that, they would go hang out with their mates and have a couple beers. That's fine, you know? (laughs) Tip number three is uh, make your launch special. So, don't just upload your first episode to Apple Podcasts. You need to build it up. Make an event out of your launch. If you have an email list notify all the contacts, make an event on Facebook and get people excited by posting demos made or logo designs that you were thinking about picking. Uh, I tried this, but I don't have that many people like I'm friends with on Facebook and Instagram and this and that. I'm still like very low number with my followers and stuff because social media marketing is not my specialty. Um, Other people that have bigger numbers and you know, a friends on Facebook with every fucking person that they meet, that works great for them. For me, like on Facebook, I I don't like adding people unless I know them a little bit more than just an acquaintance. But yeah, for other people, you got to use what you got. And a lot of people already have the friends and that uh, inbuilt fan base or people that know them. So it'll be easy to do that. Overall, you know, if people feel involved in the process of what you're doing, they'll be more likely to listen. Uh, When you launch, you should try and have three episodes ready to upload on launch day, which will help you because then you don't have to worry about doing a podcast for at least uh, four or five weeks, depending on if you want to do a monthly podcast or a weekly podcast, which can uh, save you time. Uh, Tip number four is pick a boot... Pick a good podcast host. So, uh, with podcasts, much like with a website, you know, with websites, you've got a domain, a host website that is working as the domain. Uh, podcasts are the same thing. So, these are the three that I've heard are really good. Buzzsprout, which is who I'm with, they are fantastic. I think they're probably the simplest and easiest for people that are just getting into podcasts. Uh, there's Libsyn. Or Blueberry. I think that um, those are all great options. Every I, I know a lot of people that recommend them. So pretty much what you'll do is you'll sign up to these uh, these platforms, and then you will either you can either use a free version, and you know there'll be some limitations with how much you can upload, or you can pay for it like with Buzzsprout they've got limits with how much content you can do monthly and they've got different plans 
that you can pay for certain amounts of time and support in other ways. So I would uh, recommend Buzzsprout because I used them. Stay the hell away from SoundCloud. Uh, I always had problems with SoundCloud, so I don't recommend them. Tip number five is add a podcast intro and music to make the podcast sound more professional. Uh, If you don't know how to or you don't want to, you can always outsource it with Fiverr uh, and get some great voice intros for a really cheap price. That's actually something I need to do as well because I've had the same music intro for like the entire time I've been running Oz Culture. And uh, I, I just asked a friend of mine to, to send me a track and he was more than happy to do it. You know, it didn't have to be anything special because I usually just start the music and then uh, fade it out and begin talking. So little things like that can really, you know, add a bit of professionalism to it, make it sound like some effort was put into editing this, which will make your audience want to listen. Now, tip number six is a biggie, because this is something that I really need to learn to (laughs) take on, not just in podcasting, but in videography, other avenues of life. Content is better than gear. You need to focus more on what your content is rather than all the bells and whistles of what your gear is. I wanted the best microphones, the best cameras, the best editing software, the best audio mixer, and I have that stuff and it's great. It is important to invest in what you feel is important, but you know where I should be focusing more attention is developing episode outlines and the concept of the show, which is going to be more important because that's what's going to get the listeners i mean yes working on making it sound great is also good but slowly over time you'll get better like my first episode of the podcast i filmed with one microphone and it was three guys talking into one microphone and it sounded terrible but by the 10th episode i had worked out a much better setup uh one thing i can say is I will give some recommendations for cheap equipment that you guys can get that will make that process so much easier. And I wish someone had told me what gear to use. Uh, Rode are like the best as far as uh, audio equipment, in my opinion. Rode and Shure are like the best. Now, you can get a Shure SM58 microphone for a couple hundred, uh, 170 bucks, I think, $180. Those are good microphones. Uh, the Rode PodMic, which recently came out, that is also another great microphone. But if you don't have an audio mixer to put those microphones through, the best thing to do is just get one microphone, a USB microphone that connects directly to your computer. And uh, some recommendations I would have is the Blue Yeti. That's actually the microphone I used for my first episode. That microphone is great because it's not that expensive, it sounds awesome, and it can also uh, pick up different patterns of of like where where it'll take in the audio from. It sounds kind of... Just look it up, polar patterns, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, the Blue Yeti is like my 100% what I would recommend to people as far as USB mics go. There's also a Rode mic microphone um, 
called the NT USB. That's also a good USB microphone. Uh, for people that you know don't want to spend a lot, I think the first thing you should do is just get a USB mic. See how you go with that. If you're like really happy, slowly, slowly, bit at a time, grow your equipment depending on what you're doing. I mean, for me, I do a podcast that should have four people on at all times. So I need an audio mixer, which is going to, so you can connect more than one microphone to it and then connect it to your computer. And when you get to that point, the Rodecaster Pro is like the standard. Uh, It recently came out like a year and a half ago. And since I got that thing, I have... I just always want to do podcasts. It's fucking best. Best money I ever spent in my life. Uh, Okay, so... Tip number seven is marketing. Something I know fuck all about, so I'm not going to pretend that I know anything about it. All I know is this. you got to post content on Facebook and Instagram. you got to, you know, not not just do the usual, hey, here's my episode. you got to try and actually create discussion amongst listeners. And you got to add appropriate hashtags. To be honest, a lot of the people that are listening to this are probably better at social media marketing than me, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Tip number eight, which is a huge one, is collaborate. You've got to get involved in other people's podcasts. It's a great way to get your podcast promoted and introduce yourself to someone else's audience. Uh, I used to uh, appear on... Uh, a friend's podcast, Simpsons Index podcast. I'm going to shout out to them. They had me on a couple of episodes and it was fantastic because at the end of the show, I got to say, you know, I'm Michael Pishinari. I'm from the Oz Culture podcast. You can check me out here and there. Um, and yeah, I've, I've been wanting to get them on episodes as well. Uh, now that, now would be a good time to actually do that with them, seeing as, um, yeah lockdown. Anyway, uh, tip number nine. A lot of people make horrible podcast cover art, and I do not understand it. Uh, It looks so bad. To me, unless you are famous, have uh, some sort of D-list celebrity, some form of celebrity, you will not get away with a plain-ass podcast cover art. And I know, I look at the directory and I see there is so many shit, oh, so many fucking podcasts that have shit cover up, but it's okay because they're famous, so no one gives a shit. But you can't do that when you're starting out. You can't afford that. Because no one's giving you a chance regardless anyway, so you can't risk it. Um, you know, my, my one for Oz Culture, like, I need to update it. But at least, you know, okay, we can get what it's about. Uh, at least it's got some some sort of... It stands out to some degree, you know? Not saying it's perfect, but at least it's better than some of the shit I've seen from amateur podcasts. My, my other podcast, though, seen any movies lately. I'm very happy with that cover art. I love that cover art. Um, it's simple... But it's flashy, it looks professional, it looks like someone did it, like a logo graphic designer has done it. That's because they did. What I did was I went to 99designs, and that website 
while expensive, will provide you with better ideas and get you to see what other designers think when they hear about your podcast. So what happens on that website is you will actually tell them a bit about your podcast, what you're looking for, what kind of ideas you'd be after, and then you pretty much throw it out there for a whole bunch of graphic designers to compete in a way for who will get the the design voted for. You vote for the design that you want. And you will see so many designers come up with these great ideas that you didn't even th- you wouldn't have thought of. And uh, it's a really fun process too because one of the things you can do is send the designs, like post them on your social media platforms and get other people to vote and be like, yeah, I like this, but I don't like that one. Like it's it's really cool process. And when you, when you finish it, you're like, okay, I'm set. I don't have to update my cover art for ages now. Like that uh, cover art, I don't think I'm going to update for at least two to three years. And I'm fine with that. It looks great. I'm happy with it. If you can't do that, go to Fiverr. Fiverr is a cheaper alternative. But having said that, on Fiverr, I feel that you really need to know exactly what you want. Because otherwise, the the designer will fuck you around and waste your time and come up with shit ideas because... Well, you're paying them nowhere near as much as what you're paying on 99designs. 99designs, they're taking you way more seriously. Fiverr, they just want to get you done and move on to the next job. Uh, The next tip is don't rely on other people. This is a very important thing uh, for podcasters because a lot of people, myself included, have had issues with wanting to put themselves out there by themselves. It's something I have to deal with. A lot of content creators have gone through similar things, I'm sure. You don't want to rely on other people always being on recurring episodes for you because they you will end up waiting so much. You will wait and you will wait and you will wait and you will wait. If you do it solo, just do it solo if you have to. Don't worry about, you know, if it'll sound shit or whatever, because to be honest, it's harder to do a solo podcast and keep people engaged than it is with a group of people. When you have a group of people, you know, you can you can rely on them and you're not really getting the full benefit for yourself. I mean, I mean, think about it like stand-up, you know, you're there by yourself. It's like, if you fuck up, it's all on you. And if you do great, it's all on you. You did it all by yourself. I look at it the same way with podcasting. Um, And heaps of people do solo podcasts and they're great at it. And it'll help you grow so much more doing it by yourself because how much harder it is to keep someone engaged when you're by yourself, you've got no one to bounce off of and bring in new ideas. It's it's fucking hard. (laughs) So that... I didn't want to accept that I needed to do my podcast by myself. Even now, I still... Like, this is the first time I think I've ever done a solo podcast. But when you do it on your own, you don't have to rely on other people mucking up your schedule, messing up your flow, interrupting you, or showing a lack of effort or research. You know, a lot of people, um, they'll get their friends, closest friends, to, to do the podcast, and then... Like, sometimes the friends will do it like, yeah, I'll do it for 
for shits and giggles for fun, but then you get them on and you're like, oh, okay, they really don't want to do it. They just, they're just saying that to help me out. But you don't want someone on there that doesn't want to be there because if <laughs> it comes out, people will hear it when they listen to it. They'll know that that person doesn't want to be there. Therefore, they won't want to listen to your episode. So those are the lessons I've learned so far from podcasting. Um, what else can I say? I mean, if you don't want to spend a lot of money starting off, I think, uh, download Audacity. That's a free audio, uh, digital audio workstation software. That will be where you edit your podcast. Uh, if you can spend the money, I would recommend something like Adobe Audition. I've been using it ever since. Never looked back hated audacity but for those that don't want to pay use audacity get familiar with it play around with effects and uh do some test episodes you know Uh, my other podcast i did three demo episodes with friends coming over before i actually said to myself okay this is the format of the show this is what i'm gonna do from now on you know, you got the time. If, if you're stuck at home and you're not working in this and that, do a couple test episodes. Record it with your phone if you have to, dude. I mean, do whatever it takes. Uh, another microphone that I uh, forgot to mention is you can get a Rode... Oh, what's it called? It's a Rode mic that connects directly to your um, iPhone... And that microphone is fantastic because you just connect it, you put it straight into your phone, and that's it. And it sounds great. You could do the whole podcast with that microphone. And I'm looking at it now. It's 110 bucks. You get that microphone. Honestly, uh, if it's a solo podcast, you could totally get away with doing it like that. Until, you know, you get more equipment to invest in. If you would like to know more about this sort of stuff, you can message me directly at the Oz Culture Facebook group or seen any movies lately podcast Facebook group. And yeah, that is the show, guys. I hope you enjoy the tips and happy podcasting.